Oscar, where's 1049 Park Avenue? This is 1049 Park Avenue! Can two divorced men share an apartment without driving each other crazy? Hello, and welcome to 1049 Park Avenue, an odd couple podcast. Ted Linhart, Garrett Eisler, talking about season three, episode 21, The Odyssey Couple, available on Paramount+. Plus. This aired on March 2nd, 1973. So, Garrett, who are the writers? We have to, two to writers. Bl- to blame for this episode. Uh, 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 well, uh, it, uh, certainly for some of it. Um the um, two writers who have written before, uh, but never, as, as far as I can see, worked as a team, uh, which tells me that it went through different drafts with different writers, probably, um, not necessarily them collaborating. So we have uh, Dennis Klein, who we already saw wrote Sometimes a Great Ocean, um, also not one of my favorites, but Dennis Klein certainly has redeemed himself in a lot of great credits since then, including being a co-creator of The Larry Sanders Show. Um, Bob Bruner is the other writer who worked on this script, and we saw his work on The First Baby, which I liked a lot, and Oscar's Birthday. Um, And he went on to do lots of Gary Marshall and even worked with Tony Randall again on Love, Sydney later. Right. Well, we open as usual on the San Remo. Oscar's in his living room talking to an older woman. He says, Ma, in between your world tours, we see each other once in a while. Let's have some fun. So you're saying that woman who I've never seen before is his mother. So this is a different actress playing Oscar's mother. In season two, we had Jane Dulo playing in the Odd Couples um, episode where Oscar and Felix pretend they're still married. The actress here is Elvia Allman, who started doing voice work in the 1930s for animated shorts and then moved into sitcoms in the 50s. She was in three I Love Lucy episodes, and she actually plays a character in one of them, and I never made the connection before. It's a, it's a minor role in one episode, but it's a person I've seen a lot because I watch every episode of that show a lot, or not oh. every episode. So that was interesting. She was also in Andy Griffith, Jack Benny, Dick Van Dyke, Adam's Family, Beverly Hillbillies, Quincy, and Murder, She Wrote. Notable movie appearances include Breakfast at Tiffany's, where she played the librarian, and The Nutty Professor, where she played Edwina Kelp. Now, now Ed, I, I, you, there's one thing I have to correct you on. The other episode where we met Oscar's mother, played by a different actress, yeah. was this same season. It wasn't even season two. Oh, it was wrote season early two. season three. Okay. Odd Couples was just... Uh, aired in October 1972 so we're talking six months ago well I I, I, may, I have a I have a reason I'm I have a oh I have a hypothesis of why she was in there that's okay. well informed I think okay so she was in Soylent Green which was filmed oh. in the fall of 72 and came out one month after this episode wow. so my guess is maybe she had some theater work she was committed to or something that she was filming Soylent Green when this episode was filmed. That's my guess. Oh, you mean the other actress? No, yeah, Jane Dulo, the actress who you were referring to from, from The Odd right. Couples from the earlier episode in season three. Right. Why crazy. didn't she come? Because she comes back later in the show to play uh, Murray's wife, Mimi. So it's yes, not like but, she... 
Yes, but what? Isn't, aren't we coming up on that? See, I thought your hypothesis might be that she is going to appear in just a few, mur the murder who came to dinner. Yeah. We're two episodes away from. Yeah, I, well, I guess that's you're right. I guess it's possible if they hired her for that already, then or they would. Get them out of sequence, right? There's right, could be, the, but that doesn't explain why they, I mean, there's a lot of not a, true. If they, if they did it out of sequence and they hired her to play Mimi, then they may have thought, well, we can't just bring her back as Oscar's mother again. <laughs> or they knew she was going to play Murray's mother, wife later and they decided not to do it. I'm going with my first, if I have to rank them in order, I'm going with my hypothesis first is that they wanted her to play Oscar's mother again. She couldn't, but they like her a lot. And they found another and they found another royal for her. Yeah, I right. And they found another role for her because they wanted her to come back. Yeah. Well, all I gotta say is that in Seinfeld, they changed uh the fathers. But right once. But that was but at because least that wasn't in the same season. <laughs> right. And they went back and reshot. They, they reshot for Jerry Stiller, right, yeah, but not yeah. for the Jerry's mother. But at least they didn't do that in the same season. Right. I, yeah, but that, you know, I think that was, yes, right. Okay, uh, by the way, uh, the actress playing Oscar's mother here was 68 at the time of this, and Klugman was 50. So biologically yeah. possible. Biologically possible. Uh, so Oscar's mother says, you're right, but you're really looking for a girl. By the way, you're right means we should go out and have some fun. Uh, but you're really looking for a girl. Oscar says, yes, mom. Oscar's mother says, and you really want to get married again. Oscar's mother says, yes, mom. Uh, and then Oscar's mother says, and you have nothing against grandchildren. Oscar says, no, mom. Mom, you started this discussion on the courthouse steps the day I got my divorce. Will you drop the subject? She says, all right, the subject is closed. And then Felix walks in with coffee. And that's going to lead up to our first clip. More coffee? Ask him if we found a nice girl yet? Subject is open. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Mrs. Madison, I'm the last guy in the world to nag or meddle in somebody else's business. Believe me, I'm not that kind. <laughs> but it breaks my heart to know that this wonderful son of yours doesn't have a nice, steady girlfriend. Well, he says he goes out. Doesn't he date nice girls? The nicest girl he ever brought up here stole my watch. Oscar! I, on the other hand, date a very lovely girl, lives right in this building, Miriam, Miriam Welby. She holds down a very responsible position. I see my ex-wife from time to time. Our relationship is amicable. I wish it were more than that. I have a full, satisfying life. Me too. You do what? Me too, on the other hand. I met a very nice girl I've been seeing. I don't tell you everything. When? Who? What? Oh, you don't know her. That's oh, right. Why didn't you tell us? Oh, that's man, wonderful. Know, when are we going to meet her? I don't know. My Saturday night. You'll Saturday night. All four of us will go out. Let's do that. Let's do that. Come on. Do that. Call her. I call her. Call, call her. her. Call her chicky. My chicky. Chicky. Call her. Make your mother happy. Call her. Hello, honey. Oscar. Listen, I was wondering if you were busy Saturday night. Son of a gun. Yeah. What? Ma? You'll never talk to girls in front of me. Uh, 
I'm professional. Oh, isn't it wonderful feeling? Well, my mother's in town. Yes. Yes, and I was How wondering. How could you have a girl without me knowing about her? Who is it? Huh? Let me say hello. Let me just talk to you. Hello? This is Felix Unger. Oscar Madison's probably told you a million things about. What? The correct time is 1.13 and 20 seconds. That is right. In that clip, he states he's dating Miriam, but he still wants something yeah, more with. News. But he still that's wants news. something more with his ex-wife. Yeah. Uh, so that makes him a that makes him a bad person. There are so many. There are so many things you could uh, take apart in that line. I mean, so a it's nice that he's confirming that actually he and Miriam are not just friends. Uh, suddenly, like they actually, as he said the at the beginning of the season, he he's his girlfriend and. He's still maintaining that, even though they never behave like a couple and they never really do much as a couple. Uh, but that's nice. He still considers her uh, his girlfriend. And then he also considers it OK to, you know, get on with his ex-wife better and, and, and leave Miriam. So uh, it's also kind of funny how formal he is, like, you know, Miriam Welby has to give her name again, her full name, and that she has a respectable position, although we don't know what that is, do we? No, we don't. Uh, we talked about that last week when she says she has to go to work. Right. Yeah, but I don't think it's very uh, nice to say I'm dating someone, but I wish my (laughs) ex-wife and I could get back together. But until she takes me back, I guess this Miriam lady is fine. Yeah, but that's I that's I think that goes along with why their just relationship seems not very uh, dedicated. Yeah. Also, um, Oscar's mother did not call him Chicky. In the last episode, that is a new thing. Yeah, well, suddenly it's like it's like his mom's a whole new person. Exactly. Right. <laughs> um, so after the credits, wait, wait, wait. There's one yes. thing. There's one thing yeah. more that has to be said. Explain yeah. again for the kids out there. You know, and we're talking about like anyone under fifty. Uh, uh, the whole joke at the end of that scene. Oh, the time. Yeah, once was true. For yeah. Some reason, let's say you left your watch. Oh, I did it. I I use that service. Yeah. Now, well, tell me, why would one use that service? Well, well, the service is that you would call a number and get the time or the weather. Well, because yes, there the is no. Well, because yeah. you want to set your watch. Ah, uh, you want to set your watch. Yeah. Because at that point, right? This is, uh, uh, you know, before we had our internet and phone clocks all hooked up to the nuclear, the big nuclear clock, whatever it is. Um, uh, that has the exact time. You didn't know what the exact time was. You had right. to watch and you could slow down no... or you had to clock, the batteries can run out. So it's like you sometimes needed to find out the exact correct time. Yeah. And that's what that number was for. Cell phones didn't have time at that in the <laughs> 70s. I know, you had to crank them up. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I just, it's a lovely little piece of, of uh, 70s America. And a, oh, Honeymooners... The Honeymooners has a gag in the Honeymooners uses that gag when uh, Ralph gets a phone. Norton uses it to make a very important call. (laughs) He calls the phone and he says, thank you very much. And he hangs it up and he goes to set his watch. (laughs) Uh, Haven't we seen this same joke used on the article where someone's like, it's a, they use the calling the time as a a disguise to hide the fact that they're not really talking to anyone. I do not. I'm not I saying. I know I've seen that joke somewhere else. I'm not saying the answers. As someone who's seen these episodes many times, like you're. Well, I've seen them more than you. I know. I, I don't recall this joke being used again in the Odd Couple. It's okay. possible someone listening is screaming and saying, "Of course, 
They used it in season four or season five. I don't recall it, but okay. we will keep an eye out for it. We will see, yeah. But I don't recall that joke being used again. Um, it's too bad you can't do that anymore to hide, you know, if you want to do that, if you're in that situation, you want the other person to think you're making a call and you have to fake it. Um, well, I guess, you know, the trick, yeah, now you just talk into your phone. Right, you talk to your phone. nothing there. The, the, the Oscar has to do that because he has to dial. Well, he actually has to dial a number. Yeah, but he could have dialed that. He, he, he could have dialed six numbers and she would probably would not have counted. So he didn't actually <laughs> but, have to get anyone. Yeah. Okay. Or he could have done what Lucy used to do. There's a few episodes uh-huh. of Lucy where she would pretend to make a call. She'd dial, but then she'd slyly push down on the receiver so that oh. the phone would hang up. Yeah, There's plenty of... There's plenty of ways to pretend to make a phone call without actually dialing time, which usually I think it was like nine seven six one two one two, and then nine seven six. Or was that morphed into the only one of those I called was dial a joke? You remember? Oh, I remember. I actually I do remember (laughs) dial a joke. I'd forgotten about it until you until you referenced it. Yeah, that's what this is reminding me of. One and one last thing: the 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 uh, the kicker on that joke. The really funny thing is Felix, his the the shock on his face, surprise on his face at hearing what actually this, this is not Oscar's girlfriend, and then saying yes, that is the correct. Right. My favorite <laughs> line: he, he is the judge. In in there is I'm the last person to get involved oh, in anyone's affairs. Yes. That um, is, does not get as big a laugh as it should. In the clip, I'm sorry. So after the credits, Oscar is saying goodbye to his mother, who says, "Chicky, I can't wait to meet your girlfriend Saturday night." Bye, dear. Oscar says, bye, honey. I'll see you then. <laughs> How many people call their, call their mom honey? honey. Um, and I guess she's staying at a hotel, which she should be. I mean, it would be weird to stay at their house, right? Because she's leaving to go somewhere. and She's on an on-the-world tour. Maybe this is part of a tour. I can't tell if she's there as a stop from her tour yeah. or if she's there not on a tour. Well, right I, I will give them credit. This is one, con- one thing that's consistent is that they made a big deal in the previous oscars mom episode that she goes on world tours. yes that is, i agree and she didn't stay and there felix in another episode i think the oscars birthday yeah felix calls her calls yes her yeah in, in france yeah and she didn't stay at the house last time either so i guess no. that is consistent um so felix then says i'd be good and ashamed lying to a mother who calls you chicky oscar says i lied because you backed me into a corner felix says oh it's my fault Oscar says this while he pours the coffee that was still left in everyone's cups back yeah. into the coffee yeah. pot, yeah. which is the first reference in our next clip. It just seemed like a, it didn't seem like a very Oscar thing to do, did it? Or maybe it did. Maybe it was a way of cleaning up in a very, like. Oh, un- maybe it's his way of cleaning up. I mean, yeah, he doesn't seem the type who just hoards, you know, coffee. Old coffee. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. That, so we'll play our clip from that moment. You're saving used coffee? Don't help me. My mother goes on world tours worrying about me in 26 countries. Every tour guide in Asia knows I'm not married. She's trying to help you. She enrolled me in a lonely hearts club in Istanbul. Last week in the mail, I got a sheep's head with I love you written along his neck. So what are you going to tell her Saturday night when you don't have a date? Is that going to make her happy? I'll find somebody. Who? Who? I was thinking of Mary. Mary with the tattoo. You know about the tattoo? She dresses to feature it. How about Frida? Oh, good. Maybe she'll bring my watch back. Oh, but I will. That's all your fault. You're the cooler, cooler, cooler. You're right. 
I pushed you. I know I did. I'm sorry. Let me make it up to you. You'll move out? <laughs> Let me find your girl. Oh, you yeah. No, no. I'll find someone your mother will be crazy no, about. Crazy. I can do it. No. I'm a natural born matchmaker. Come All on. the great matches I predicted. John and Yoko, Liz and Richard. I knew it was going to happen. Give me a girl. I'll give you a guy. Jane Fonda. Dom DeLuise. <laughs> DeLuise? Give me a hard one. Give me a guy. I'll give you a girl. Oscar Madison. Raquel Welch. Hey, you are good at this game. You see, I know your taste. Well, she may not be available, oh, but now I... Oh, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait. I promise you, I'll have a girl here. So, did Oscar really get a sheep's head in the mail? Because the customs <laughs> should really be involved that in that. Bizarre joke. That yes. is, I mean, I can't tell whether it's a... It sounds threatening, like, you know, the godfather, the horse's head. Uh... It doesn't seem like a token of affection, but I guess the joke is they do wacky things in Turkey. And I guess Mary with the tattoo replaced Rhoda with the overbite since Rhoda's I, married. I, I Rhoda really is married. Yeah. You know? She's the one that got away, Ted, I think. Um, so, but, you know, there's something else very uh, funny about this. Dom DeLuise. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird... I don't... I mean, I don't know why he would come up with that he would. He did well in Raquel Welch, but then he did really yeah. bad with Jane Fonda, which I don't. I don't know. They just wanted to get a Dom DeLuise reference in. For I those just, who, we don't have to go into who Dom DeLuise was because I'm sure. I think enough bad. people know he was. But a, that match in itself is very funny to imagine, especially the younger Jane. Would Fonda you call him the Jonah Hill of the '70s? I would say he's somewhere between the Jonah Hill and the. Um, uh, <laughs> Great analogy. Good one. Yes, okay. Good one. And also, uh, Liz and Dick, I, I, they were just about to get divorced, I think, for the second time. Elizabeth Taylor, Richard Burton. Yeah. So, I mean, I, but, but at the time, I think he's, that's not supposed to be a joke. But right now, it's very funny because they had such an obviously, well, I guess. They, but they, they were, were still a couple. Were, yeah. Yeah, they I, were still a tempestuous couple. So I think kind people of still consider them a man, even though they had their problems. They're considered and John a, yeah. and Yoko had a happy marriage, but their marriage was also controversial in that it broke. Yes. So, right. so I think there, are, there is a joke in both of those things. So the next scene, Oscar's taking something out of the oven. He tastes it and we see it in a glass uh, tray or baking dish. It looks like it's tomato sauce and then some kind of meat is in there, maybe chicken or pork. Then there's a close up and we see Oscar pouring a lot of ingredients on it. Mustard. It looks like his goop melange. It does. Ketchup and beer. Then he crumbles a handful of potato chips on top and he puts it back in the oven. Now Felix comes in with a red-headed woman wearing a brown coat. Felix says, oh, I wonder where he can be. Come in, come in, sit down, make yourself comfortable. I'll bet he's in the kitchen cooking dinner. He's a wonderful cook. He's just an all-round guy. And his cleaning is every bit as good as his cooking. Felix then walks into the kitchen and sees Oscar brushing crumbs off the countertop onto the floor, which brings this very loud reaction from Felix that starts off our third clip. What are you, what are you doing? I'm cleaning the countertop. On my floor? Huh, what's that terrible odor in here? Well, hey, 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 hey. Shh, hold it down, not too loud. Well, that's not a cake I'm making. What are you making? It's a casserole. We'll talk about it later. I've got a girl here. 
Oh, well, I'll get out of here. No, no. Well, she's for you. Oh, for me? Yeah. Hey, she's a doll. She is a lady. Where'd you pick her up? <laughs> I didn't pick her up, as you so elegantly put it. I met her. Where? What does it matter where I met her? I met her. If it doesn't matter, tell me where. I met her at the doctor's office. <laughs> what has she got? Oh, come on. You don't want to meet her. No, I do want to meet her. She's cute. I'm, I'm going sorry. to introduce you. Okay. Now act like a gentleman. I will. Don't worry. Here we are. I want you to meet one of the most brilliant, clever, intelligent, personable guys it's ever been my great good fortune to know. Hi, want a beer? No, thanks. Sensational sense of humor. Oh, I'm sorry. D Doris Atkins, this is Oscar Madison. Hello. Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Well, I have to go to the movies. <laughs> yes, I'll leave. Where are you going? Just gonna get some fruit to take to the show. I, I'm not here. I'm not here. <laughs> well, what kind of work do you do? Oh, I'm a music teacher. I teach violin and piano. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> uh, what do you do, Oscar? Well, I'm a sports writer. Oh, that's right. Felix told me. That, that must be very exciting. It is exciting. It's terrifically exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> Tell him about your music education. Oh, he doesn't want to hear about that. I certainly do. Yes, I certainly do. Well, tell me, I do want to hear. Oh, uh, well, I went to school at uh, <laughs> Juilliard. <laughs> uh, I studied first violin and <laughs> piano. What is that sound you make? I don't know. There must be some dust in here. Yeah, it's Oscar. <laughs> you notice she makes the same sound I do? No, I didn't understand. Listen, have you ever tried this stuff? The doctor gave me this, and it's been terrifically effective. Oh, no, I just got this yesterday. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's almost the same but stuff. I have this, too. Now, this is for stuffiness, and this is for pain. For sneezing. Watch out. <laughs> we seem to have a lot in common, don't we? Yeah. I bet you wouldn't be interested in seeing my vaporizer. Yeah, I'd love to. All right. <laughs> I think you'll agree it's a beauty. So the the big joke. Oh, he that, really is not very uh, loyal to Miriam. Is no, so that was one of my points as well. Is, but <laughs> before I get to that, the big joke in that everyone laughs at is that Oscar takes the bag of fruit that Felix had prepared for him to go to the movies to walk out because he realizes now he's going to movies. Um, and yes, so the end of and the other joke that's in there is the way Oscar kind of moseys into the room as Felix is describing him with all these great compliments. Uh, but yeah, so in the clearly his relationship with Miriam is super casual because he's now hitting on this girl clearly was for him and not for Oscar. Right. That's um, a joke, yeah. So she's played by Bobby Jordan, Doris, who did episode work in the 60s and 70s, and she was on two episodes of Quincy. She reminds me a lot of Lisa from Don't Believe the of Rumors. Of course, same she, haircut. She looks like not, the honking. Yeah, exactly. This is it's just very same similar. Joke. I know. Yeah. Um, 
so now we're at a new scene. Oh, Field... but uh, yes. can I just, I, I think it is a really funny setup that um, when that he brings her home and then they have uh, this weird flirtation over their allergies. And come and see, would you like to come and see my vaporizer? Is a great joke. And how did this setup happen, by the way? Felix meets her at the doctor's office. Are you single? I have a great guy for you. My come roommate. to my apartment. Yeah, yeah, ladies, do not do not take a man up on that offer. So we have a new scene now. Felix and Murray are playing chess. Felix says, "I was just making a gesture of friendship. That's all it was." Oscar claims, "I brought the girl home for myself. The poor girl was clogged. I had to do something." <laughs> clogged. So while he's talking, Murray is studying the chessboard very deeply and trying to decide his next move. Felix says he won't even talk to me now. He's gone out to a singles bar. Can you imagine that? The thing is, I found the perfect girl for him today. Murray says, Felix, am I in the black or the white? <laughs> Felix looks at him and says, you're black, Murray. Murray says, I just can't seem to get the hang of this game. Felix says, you're doing fine. Come on. Murray gets up and says, I'm a wizard casino and go fish. Felix says, don't leave. You're getting hot, Murray. Murray says, I got to go. I got to find my badge. I left it someplace. And then Wask, Oscar goes in. And we're playing our final clip, even though we're only halfway through the episode. What? Yes. Because I there's nothing, else, there's to play. There's nothing else to play after this that's worth playing. Or is this the last to. scene? Are you saying it's a, it I'm not. Up? I'm saying this is the first half of the episode. Okay. Oh, hi, Oscar. I found a badge in a hole. Thanks. Aren't you going to ask Oscar if he found a date for Saturday night? Oh, yeah. How'd you do it? Did you get a girl for Saturday night? No, I came up empty. I'm no good at picking up girls anymore. It's a whole new world. Everybody's liberated but me. Wouldn't it be ironic if our friend Mr. Madison came slithering back, begging me to fix him up with a date? I gave Mr. Runger a chance. I ended up at the movies with a bag of fruit. <laughs> I made a mistake, but I learned something from it. And now, now I found the perfect girl for it. I don't want to hear about but it. But Murray does. Murray, sit down, Murray, listen. This afternoon, this very afternoon, mind you, a wonderful Greek family came to my studio. They wanted to have their portraits made. In this family, there was a beautiful daughter. Her name was Helen. What's that you say? Yes, just like Helen of Troy. I didn't say. A lovely, dark girl with gleaming eyes. Elenia. Elenia. <laughs> so I told this wonderful woman of the islands about my roommate, Oscar. I can still see the way her warm, moist, eager mouth formed his name. Oscar. for each other and his mother would love her but no through that door on saturday night is going to walk a mother who could be made happy in 26 different countries but for a selfish son all right felix call the what, girl what, what is that I you hear? know what you're hearing your your he's yes. talking to me congratulations you made a very wise choice i'll tell you something what your mother is very lucky that her son has me for a friend. Yeah, but don't make a definite date for Saturday. I want to meet her first. We'll Leave it to me. Dinner. Leave everything in my cable. <laughs> Another job well done. 
by your man in blue. Hey, this isn't my badge. Some dumb cop lost his badge. I don't have a lot to say about that scene. It is what it is. Do you know well, why did you play that clip then? Because it would, I wanted to set up the next oh, half of the show because the, and it's an amusing scene. It's an amusing scene, and I want to yes. set up. I just don't have anything special to add. But I want before I go on. Do you? Uh, yeah, Felix really uh, turning on the uh, arrows, uh, getting Oscar trying to get him heated up, talking about uh, Elena's warm, eager, moi- I think moist even said mouth. Um, so they're setting up something sexy there. Um, but uh, yeah, kind of weird plot twist, isn't it? Because I mean, we don't see the scene. I guess we don't have to see the scene, but. Uh, where he meets the family but um it doesn't really seem like from what we know now or later that she is a good match for oscar but he needs a date so there you go so we have a new scene we hear greek music and we see the exterior of a townhouse we pan up to the apartment with uh, an an apartment with lights on felix and oscar in the hallway of, of the apartment building oscar says don't forget felix introduce me to her i take her right out for coffee Felix rings the doorbell and says something like that. Oscar says, oh, no, Felix, exactly like that. Felix says, Oscar, you can't grab the girl and leave. You've got to meet the entire Damascopoulos family. Oscar says, okay, I'll meet the entire Damascopoulos family, then out for coffee. Felix says, you've got to talk to them. You're going to love sitting and talking with them. They're old world people. They're charming. They're a fun group. Believe me, you're going to love them. The door opens, a man says, hello, Felix, and then says, oh, Mr. Madison, I recognize you from the newspaper, and he hugs him. Welcome to my home. Oscar has a worried look on his face as, I'm just going to call him Mr. D for the, yeah, okay. now, not, um, he ushers him into the apartment. He's played by Titos Vandis, who played a lot of Greek roles on TV in the movies in the 50s through 90s. He was on Mission Impossible, Hawaii Five O, Banachek, Mash, Bob Newhart, Beretta, Love Boat, The Colbys. He, he was in The Colbys. You mean the the sequel to Dynasty? Exactly. He was in Woody Allen's Everything You Want to Know About. You want to know about sex? Do you know what yes. he played in that? I I saw it when I was writing it down. But I don't remember. He plays the famous farmer who's in love with his sheep. Oh, okay, I remember <laughs> that. Yeah, that. Not, infamous episode he was uh, he really was the go-to greek man for- he was an oh god and he was in fletch lives so he introduces oscar to his family as this is the american sports famous american sports newspaper writer oscar madison oscar says how are you mr d says felix you know everybody yeah felix says something in greek which i really spent time trying to nail down what he said <laughs> and translating it and i could not get it I, that part i could not get uh, he, Felix just knows every language. Right? He introduces Oscar to his sainted mother. Mr. D says to Oscar, this is my sainted mother and my father. The father's sitting on the couch with his head down and his eyes closed. Oscar leans in to shake his hand and says, how do you do, sir? And the father does not move. And Mr. D says he's resting. The mother tries to wake him up and doesn't, I don't know if you, I never noticed this before. The mother gives him an elbow to wake him <laughs> up. The guy does not wake up. He then introduces his son, Andreas, who's a sponge diver. Oscar says in a question form, sponge diver. And Mr. D says, well, since we moved to New York, he doesn't work that much, but maybe you could help him. Oscar says, oh, I'm sorry. Most of my friends are in foam rubber. But I'm- yeah, I was waiting for that. 
Uh, Mr. D says he's going to be a wrestler. He's very strong. He then forces he, he forces Oscar to arm wrestle the son, <laughs> and the son just keeps pinning Oscar's arm over and over and over again as Oscar looks in pain. Oscar says, "How do you turn this guy off?" Felix is cracking up watching this, and Mr. D then yells at Andreas in Greek and tells him to sit down, and and that's enough. So I did not realize who Andreas was played by until I did my research. I don't know that what this will mean. So he's played by a guy named John Davy. And from here, he would go on to play Captain Marvel in the Saturday morning show Shazam. Oh. Did you watch that show as a kid? Shazam oh, and Isis? Was that an, was that an no, animated No, it was show? a live action show from oh. uh, it was, uh, Lou Schneider and his partner was named, I can't remember. Shazam and Isis. You don't remember them on Saturday mornings? What were you doing Saturday mornings? Reading, watching, reading uh, Neil Simon. Or I was Bertolt. watching Hong Kong Fui. Well, I, I did too. I see you reading Bertolt Brecht when you were eight on Saturday. That was morning. that was when I was nine. Right, I see Not you doing before. that. So, in Shazam, the the original guy who played Shazam was a guy named Jackson Bostwick. Just, I think Shazam ran three seasons. He was fired because he didn't show up for work one day. The producers accused him of holding out for a higher salary. He said he was at the doctor because he had an onset injury and he won a lawsuit for being fired illegally. But John Davy, this guy, came in to replace him and played Captain Marvel for 11 episodes. So after all that, Mr. D, now his jewel, his daughter walks in, it's Elena. She's played by Lynn Miller. She's a British actress. She's 22 at this time. She does two more appearances on The Odd Couple as a belly dancer. What? Yes. I met, so I, that was her thing, belly dancing, I guess. Well, I could not find that that was the case, actually. I tried, I looked her up, uh, and it did not indicate she belly dancing. I guess she was. Don't, don't you remember? There's an episode where she starts belly dancing. A belly dancer comes in, and Murray starts to belly dance with her. Do you remember that? I can't remember what the episode is right now, uh, but we'll get to it. Okay. It may be the one where Murray, where Murray came for dinner. I can't remember. But she then went on, she went on to a big British show called The Bill, which is a big British talk show, a uh, cop that. show. She was on it for 348 episodes. Oh, yeah. talking. Yeah, From speaking well. Yeah. Yeah. In this, in this, in this uh, show, she does not talk. She doesn't talk. No, no. But she's a, <laughs> yeah, she, it's like she had a completely other life doing like acting. Well, I'm very glad then. I'm glad she got to do something more substantial than this. Oscar goes to shake her hand saying, very nice to meet you. And he's an excited in a bit of a creepy way. And Andreas yes, yeah. Andreas steps in the middle and Mr. Deese tells Oscar to sit and he pushes him into the couch in between his parents. The father leans his head on Oscar's shoulder, still asleep. Mm-hmm. The audience applauds lightly at that. Oscar looks at Felix who says he likes you and we go to commercial. Ted, I have to say, I like that scene. <laughs> it's I'm not against, it's an okay scene. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I, I, I Actually, it wouldn't be a good one to play a clip from because a lot of it's visual. But I like the dynamic of Oscar is, you know, really wants to, even though he doesn't know this girl, he wants to get with a girl. He wants some action. And of course, it's the great, it's, it's a perfect setup that he has to meet this old world family that is so formal and like, you know, not going to give him what he wants and he can't get her away from the family. He has to meet the whole family, go through the formalities. He, uh, the, the father's bringing out picture books and stuff. And uh, well, I, you're, you're spoiling the next scene oh. with your picture books reveal. 
Oh, you mean it's not over yet, the scene? No. <laughs> well, the scene is over. We go to commercial, but we I know, pick but it we're, up we're right still back. back yeah, the, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, believe we're view, you, I can't believe you got to say about the picture books, and I uh, didn't. Okay, you go. All right. I'm, I, it's, I like, it's like revealing who shot JR. It's if you I, got I, to I want to hear your comments on that. I have no comments on it. I'm being completely facetious. Do, do you have more to say? I'm just saying I like that dynamic of, of Oscar being kind of ambushed into meeting this old Greek family when he thinks he's just going to be able to take this girl out. So we come back from the break. It's the same scene. The father is snoring still on Oscar's shoulder. No one's talking. So Oscar says, beautiful weather we're having, isn't it? And Mr. D says, just like Greece. He makes a face, by the way. Mr. D then makes a face that seems completely out of character as if he doesn't know why he said, just like Greece. And then the whole scene is awkward. Um, he he seems to be aware of what's going on right now is awkward, but he shouldn't be, is what I'm saying, Mr. Right. D. Okay. Yeah. He gets up to show Oscar something. Oscar's asked Helena if she would like if she would like to go out for some coffee, and she doesn't say anything. Mr. D says, "Why now? We have a nice time here." Felix says, "That's right. Home fun is the best fun." <laughs> now, Mr. D has brought up the family album. Felix sits down. Oscar leans forward to look at the album, and he holds the father's head while he leans forward so that the father can stay <laughs> leaning on him. Felix asks, who's that? Pointing to a picture. Mr. D says, that's Andreas. Felix says, you see Oscar, tear you see Oscar tearing the arms out of his teddy bear. <laughs> Oscar then lies back on the couch and moves the father off and stands up and asks Helena if she wants to go for a walk. Mr. D directs Helena to leave the room. Oscar asks if she's going to get her coat. He says, that is the end of the meeting. We make first meeting short to make next meeting longer. Oscar then starts to leave and says, it was very nice to meet all of them. And he hopes to see them soon. Mr. D says, don't go. We need Elena to, we don't need Elena to enjoy ourselves. Oscar says, it's a lot better than arm wrestling, isn't it? Felix steps in now to smooth things over, saying, Oscar, look, here's a picture of the whole family. And Mr. D says, but we start scrapbooks from the middle. Sit down. We will start at the beginning. Felix says, sit down. Let's look at the scrapbooks. Oscar says, Felix, et slay amscray. Let's scram and pig laugh. That's not Greek. The father now wakes up with a snoring noise and looks around. Mr. D brings over four more books. And Felix says, ah, look, look what we have here. Mr. D says, volume one, the early years. Felix says, ah. Oscar pulls the father's head back in his shoulder and reluctantly sits, reluctantly sits back to look at the family history. Puts the old man back to sleep. Yeah. In a new scene, Felix walks in the apartment and says, Oscar, where are you? Did you get a date? Oscar comes out, putting his tie on, makes a hand motion like he kind of got a date, but Felix knows he didn't. He tells Oscar that Mr. D invited them to his Greek restaurant and he can juice Helena to his mother. He says he doesn't even know if she can talk. Felix says, come along. The worst that can happen is he has fun. Oscar says his mother knows he would never go for a girl like that. He'll introduce her and her father will snap his fingers and he'll have an old man sleeping on his shoulder. The doorbell rings. Oscar says he's going to tell his mom the truth. She comes in all full of pep and says, hi, cheeky, and wants to know where they're going tonight. Where's the girl? Oscar says that he has something to tell her. And Felix sarcastically says, go ahead, tell her. Oscar asks his mother, how would you like to go Greek tonight? So now we're inside the Greek restaurant. There's two men dancing in synchronicity, you know, like it's a line dance. I don't know what you call that, dancing. 
Greekly. I, I do not. I don't know the term for that. Now. Eddie Garrett is one of the customers in the restaurant. Wow, really? I didn't notice. I've stopped looking for him, but he is everywhere. Uh, there's some toasts. Mr. D says bottoms up. Felix says good luck in Greek. Oscar asks Felix where Helena is. It's been an hour and his mother's starting to think he made her up. Mr. D asks if anything is wrong. Felix says, no, they are having a wonderful time. Felix says to Oscar, these are old world customs. You don't offend people. Mr. D now calls Oscar's mom beautiful. She says she loves Greek food. They had it in Hawaii. <laughs> they all toast Oscar's mother's good health in Greek. Mr. D goes to talk to the band who are all relatives. Oscar's mom asks where Helena is and will she be out soon? Oscar warns her she is used to seeing him with talkative girls, but Helena is quiet. She says quiet is nice and Felix says quiet is beautiful. Then Mr. D dances and he wants Oscar's mom to dance. She doesn't want to dance. He asks Oscar to dance. He turns to Felix who says it's okay. He saw it in Zorba the Greek. Oscar mm. says he saw, saw it in Boys in the Band. Now that is quite a reference. So The Boys in the Band was a 1970 film based on a 1968 play, which is kind of considered the first mainstream film to talk about homosexuality. Yes, definitely. <clears throat> because it was a wide-release film, yeah, it was the first big gay film. So Oscar and Mr. D but, dance. You know, the joke is also that Zorba the Greek, uh, which is the kind of dancing that you were just describing, right? Yes. Like the net dancing and the special steps and everything, arm in arm. Like there's a lot of that in Zorba the Greek, which was a Anthony Quinn movie from earlier in the sixties. Um, and, <laughs> but for Oscar to say, to suddenly like get worried about boys in the band stuff, uh, that's what the psychologist called gay panic <laughs> today. So it's quite a striking moment, you know. Oscar and Mr. D dance, Felix gets up and dances. He gets dizzy when he twirls too much. This goes on for 90 seconds, which seems like 10 minutes. Yeah, it is a lot of uh, screen time. Helena comes out. She billy dances for another two minutes. Well, well okay, but you're skipping the, the main reveal here is that she's a belly dancer. Yes. We don't know that first. Right, okay, and, yes, and you're the right. Setup, the setup is that him telling his mom she's very shy and then comes out in the full belly dancing revealing costume. Uh Oscar and his mom look embarrassed with each other. It's awkward for them to, to have talked about this girl and now she's being this sexual Billy Dancer thing. Oscar dances with her. This also takes a long time. And that's it. Like that's the that, that's the scene. <laughs> you are you are just refusing to even describe the scene anymore. What am I gonna describe? I think I described everything that happened. I, I will admit I didn't lean into the fact that she's this reveal that this reveal of a belly dancer because I figured people listening know that and we already mentioned it. What what do you think I didn't say? No, it's not. No, I'm just, I'm just noting that. Uh, yeah, I, I feel there's you nothing don't like to say. Uh, I don't. <laughs> uh, well, I wrote here's my last note of this scene. Worst scene outside of season one. What a waste. <laughs> um. Well, I, I would, you know, what I can't really fault you because you're right. There's very little dialogue and there's very little plot in this scene. Uh, and it's just a lot of dancing. It's like they just, it is weird that they just want to shoot. They think this is appealing to just have all this dancing and Greek atmosphere. And that's really all it is, right? There's no, did you mention though the, oh no, we're, there's a the more tag. There's the, a tag coming. All right, let me get to the tag. 
Oscar at the tag, Oscar's mom says it was exciting. He, Oscar's mom to Mr. D says this night was exciting. He says his name is Arrestus, but she can call him Ari. Oscar's Aristotle Onassis. Yes, Oscar's mom says her name is Elizabeth, but he can call her Betsy. I don't think there's a reference there. Is there? No. Uh, but that is the first time we've heard Oscar's mother's name. Oh. I don't think we heard it in The Odd Couples. Elizabeth and Madison. Betsy Madison. Ari says she made the evening wonderful. Oscar asks Helena to say his name, and she says Oscar. The old man is sleeping on Felix's shoulder. He says to the old man, you want to dance? The old man nods while still sleeping, and they all laugh. And then, <laughs> that is and such then a these, come ending, right? these people have never heard from again. We never see Elena. <laughs> right. We don't know anything yeah. about Ari and Betsy. Oscar could have dated this woman, Elena, although she's 22, he's 50. So the whole thing is ridiculous. I don't know yeah. why I, Felix thought that this was age appropriate at all. <laughs> it was the 70s, man. None doesn't matter. Hmm. Like he brings home this respectable. Obviously, the, the the girl before was for Felix, oh. but I don't know why Felix thought this was the right person for Oscar. Well, obviously, Felix was desperate, and uh, I don't that I Oscar don't, would don't. at least enjoy having a date with this girl. It's clear the family that would not let them date. Like they are trying to arrange. They're so old world. I think they're trying to arrange a marriage. Basically, the reason. I really don't like this episode is because the first half has an interesting setup. Like I like yes. the first half of the episode. It's yes. funny. Yes. And it's like, okay, wonder what could it, what are the thousands of ways Felix could find <laughs> someone for Oscar? Where could this have gone? Right. <laughs> and how they got to Greek belly dancing and <laughs> dancing only with almost no jokes or dialogue. Right. I just can't figure that out. I can't figure out if someone forced them to come up with a Greek dancing episode. Some Greek exec. And they backed into it. More or Lynn Miller was promised that she would dance three times on the odd couple. I can't, I don't know what it is. I, I, I just, I'm so, I just hate, I gave it two out of five Murray's, which is not a hate, but I hate the fact that the second half ruins a decent yeah. setup. Well, I totally agree with that. I mean, so I um, went in with such low expectations uh, of my memories of this episode that I was pleasantly surprised by the first half, which is which is very enjoyable. It's not you know, in itself. It's not a great episode, but it's certainly a, a good episode so far for the first half. And, uh, you know, a lot of the funny setups about Oscar's difficulty getting a date and um, a lot of good jokes. And then when they introduced the Greek thing, as I said, I'm still with it when they meet the family. I think that's a good scene. But then it just peters out, right? Um, and I've been trying to think about why is it that I think you and I both like went into this assuming that this like must be one of the worst episodes ever. And it might even, is it your perception that other people think this too? Because someone on Facebook- <laughs> I did get one comment yeah. when I was, when we had the season one debates whenever oh, that was a few months ago, that. someone was saying, you know, there are crappy episodes later, like the clips, like the Odyssey couple. I was watching this, trying to figure out, well, why is this considered so bad? Uh, <laughs> and then I, when we got to the restaurant scene, you're right. It's like, there's just dead air. It's just like everything stops. And it is a letdown because it's been going along fine. And they just kind of give up on the comedy and just 
decide to go for all this like uh you know atmosphere and, and like suddenly and, and belly dancing and like that's that's what the show is going to entertain us with and it just falls flat so I, yeah i mean any, any see any sitcom that devotes a half of a, a half of the show or a third of the show to dancing i don't i think is like it's just weird yeah it's only at 20 right we only got 22 yeah. 24 minutes to work so, with. um i give it i'll tell you what though i'll uh, i'm really torn because i do i'm i'll give it two also because i think we have to put a marker down of like what's the, the low point uh and but i did like it more than you did i think but i agree what, I, what score did you give it I'll give it two. Also. Well, you didn't think, like it more than me because I give it a two. Oh, I'm, uh, no, I think it's important to give it two because I think we need to have, as I said, a marker of like what the low point is. Oh, and uh, I want to save two, two and a half for and three for ones that I actually can defend more. But I just want to say on the record that I think I, well, I think I'm agreeing with you about the first half. I just enjoyed the first half even more than you did, I think. And I okay. would extend the first half into the family into the meeting the family scene. yeah the fa- i think that is where we divide that i find the family scene all in the last 10 minutes um uh also small point but i i looked this up there is a belly dancing tradition in greece but it's not the thing that they're most known for i mean and belly dancing is much more associated with turkey yeah with- i I don't get it. I don't. And so how they shoehorned this, this in and why they had to be a Greek family. And maybe that was, you know, that's a, a, a different ethnic type that they can have fun with. Uh, but I, it's, you know, the, the belly dancing is kind of just shoehorned in. The, obviously the joke would be that he would meet this shy girl from this old world family. And then she would turn out to be this sexy belly dancer. And they just built everything around that. I just thought of two and shows. Something's going on with this uh, Lily girl, you know. Lynn. Maybe something Lynn. favor. Lynn, not Lily. <laughs> I just thought of two yeah. shows that make dancing work. Seinfeld, of course, the Elaine dance. Oh, well, that's comedy, yeah. And Friends. There's a whole dancing episode of Friends. That's actually a real dance, but it's very funny. This is I not funny. That. Oh, sorry. Well, so Friends is not our next podcast after. <laughs> <laughs> Only if as a punishment. Oh. Uh, all right. Well, uh, normally I we end with quoting lines from the show. I have no energy or care to do that because I don't like this episode. If you would like to, I'll let you. But I just I don't have a I don't have anything to cite from this. I just find it I'm just annoyed that this exists. I think in the same spirit, I will just say the correct time is <laughs> ten. Okay. I guess I could have said something in Greek, but then I feel like that's endorsing the episode. Opa! Goodbye.